Welcome to the Pause Purpose Play podcast with me, Michaela Thomas, clinical psychologist, couples therapist, and founder of The Thomas Connection. I help high-striving busy people let go of the pressure of perfection to create more joy, connection, and compassion in their lives. On this podcast, we promote balance of a burnout through giving you the permission to pause, the curiosity to find your purpose, and the courage to play. Welcome back to the Pause Purpose Play podcast with me, Michaela Thomas. As I'm a clinical psychologist, I often treat anxiety problems, worry and stress. And what that means in the current climate of uncertainty is that there's a lot of people who are reaching out to me about being worried and anxious about how uncertain the situation is. Not just with the two years of uncertainty around the pandemic, but also what's going on with the war in Ukraine. So I wanted to do a brief episode helping you with a few tips around how you can cope with the uncertainty around this crisis. And now I will mention Ukraine in this episode, but this is applicable to any major disaster that makes you feel like you want to do something, you want to help. But you are probably here because you are quite perfectionistic in how you try to do things. It can become a bit all or nothing. And I'm here to give you some steps to follow so that you don't get so overwhelmed by what's going on that you freeze and don't do anything at all. And then you beat yourself up and feeling really bad and guilty that you're not doing what you want to do, not following your values. Uncertainty brings worry and anxiety. And there is a balancing act between absorbing what's going on in Ukraine and stepping back from it to protect yourself to protect your capacity. Yes, we have the privilege that we can tune it out. I'm aware that those suffering in Ukraine and any other place where there is war cannot do this. They cannot just take themselves away from the situation to feel safe again like we can by turning off the news. But you are probably here listening to this podcast because you do care, maybe even too much. You put pressure on yourself all the time. Maybe you've been feeling bad about being helpless about what's going on. If you want to do good, being overwhelmed by the situation may mean that you do nothing at all. If you constantly watch the news, you may freeze in anxiety and worry, especially considering the impact of two years of the pandemic on your nervous system. Don't beat yourself up if you feel numb or indifferent, or so anxious that you can't watch it. Want to help? Well, make sure to look after yourself, topping yourself up so that you can mobilize what you have and do what you can. So here are some steps for how you can cope with the uncertainty of the current situation. And remember that I don't have all the answers. I'm affected by this too. I'm human just like you. I find myself feeling tearful when I see images of what's going on, pictures of the human suffering. You are not alone in this. I'm right there with you. I am upset about this too, much like I am upset about any major disaster that has a threat to human survival. But there's been a lot, hasn't it? We've had a lot of things to mobilise around over the last two years. So I want you to start by looking at how hard it's been for you. So the first step I want you to take is to acknowledge how hard uncertainty is. 
We have had two long years of uncertainty already through the pandemic, not knowing what will happen or when it will end. War or military attacks bring that uncertainty too. That's really hard to sit with. That's not your fault. Number two, allow yourself to feel all your feelings. You might feel upset, scared, angry or worried about the situation in Ukraine. The extent of the damage and the human suffering we see in the media is very upsetting because it's right there in your living room. Your mind may also bring you anxious projections of the future. What is this going to mean for us? That's why the threat is different about this war, because it's closer to home. And yes, we can discuss a lot about the privilege we have to be able to tune out those other wars. But what I'm hearing from friends, family and clients is that it feels more threatening because it feels really real. It could happen to us. And that is just human psychology for you. Completely understanding that and not beating yourself up is really helpful. Tell yourself that it's okay to be moved by suffering and it's okay to be more moved by suffering that feels closer to home. Number three, there is no shame in feeling numb. The constant strain of the pandemic has meant that a lot of people have reached their emotional capacity as the chronic stress response takes a toll on your nervous system. You may have run out of the ability to care and feel so indifferent or numb about any crisis happening at the moment. Anything from global warming to the war in Ukraine. Completely understandable and not your fault. Tell yourself that it's okay to not be able to take everything in right now. Number four, control what you can. Uncertainty makes us feel out of control. So find something you can control, as you can't single-handedly stop this crisis. Feeling overwhelmed by it means that you are less likely to take any action at all, which takes you further away from your values. So choose something small that you can control in your day-to-day. And that brings us to the next point, number five. Doing good feels good. So if you want to get involved and help the people suffering, taking some small action to come out of that freezing response, think about anyone directly affected. Are you able to help them out, check in with them? If you don't know anyone directly affected, is there a larger scale that you can help? Maybe you can help a charity organisation providing humanitarian aid, donate some clothes, some toiletries, some supplies. Make sure that you check what's in need. In your local area, there might be donations and relief organisations that can tell you directly what you can help with so that you don't donate the wrong things. And lastly, number six, curate your news feed. Only read credible sources of news and monitor how the news consumption makes you feel. If you're feeling more upset, that's not necessarily a bad thing because actually sitting with the human suffering does move us. It's okay if that makes you feel upset. But just consider when you're absorbing it, when are you consuming the news, for how long, and what kind of content are you watching. And then reflect on how that makes you feel. Like I said earlier, if you are upset to the point of being so overwhelmed that you don't take action, you're no good for them. So don't scroll the news on your phone in bed just before you're about to sleep. 
and allow yourself time away from it too. Allow yourself to form a little bubble around yourself when you need it to protect your capacity. Allow your friends and family to talk about it, but also allow yourself to set boundaries around not wanting to talk about it if you feel you've had enough. And again, I want to really spell out here that this is not about avoiding. This is not about not facing it. This is not about not taking in the suffering of others. This is about balancing it so that you can take it in in a way that you can also cope with, right? Paul Gilbert, who's the founder of Compassion Focused Therapy, uses the analogy of trying to save someone from drowning. So imagine that you are walking on a bridge and you look down, you see someone in the water below. They're drowning. They're struggling. They can't swim. You are really pulled towards compassionate action that you want to save them. So you jump in. And mid-jump, you realize that you can't swim. And so both of you drown. Now what good is that? So you have to make sure that you can swim first before you jump in to save someone who's drowning. And that's a whole episode in itself, talking about boundaries and compassionate action for yourself. But I know you, dear listener, the feedback I get from those of you who listen frequently and regularly to this podcast tells me that you're quite perfectionistic and you put a lot of pressure on yourself to do the right thing, quote-unquote. So just be careful with yourself here. More so than ever, I do hope that you take good care of yourself. If you are new to this podcast, and you are feeling really overwhelmed, don't forget that I have a freebie for you called Calm the Overwhelm. You can go to the thethomasconnection.co.uk forward slash calm and download a worksheet that has three parts to it. The first part is helping you identify the signs of physical and mental overwhelm. Just a simple checklist. Won't take you very long. The second part is about easy steps to become a bit more mindful, to be able to slow down, to be able to give yourself a break. So very simple things to do to calm the overwhelm. And thirdly, the last part of this worksheet has the things that will show up when you try to take a break. And I know you, dear listener, I work with a lot of high-striving women who know all the self-care tips and they still don't do them, okay? It's because the inner critic gets in the way, saying that you don't have time for this or you're too busy or you don't deserve it. So in this third part, there's a checklist of things that may show up for you. So just become curious rather than furious with yourself, of why you're not allowing yourself to calm the overwhelm. So go to thethomasconnection.co.uk forward slash calm to download this free resource. This episode of the Pause Purpose Play podcast was presented by me, Michaela Thomas. And you can find me on thethomasconnection.co.uk. And because great work rests on having a great team, this episode was kindly edited by Emily Crosby Media.